0: Welcome back to Freaky Geese, Honk. <laughs> so, in honor of April Fool's Day, uh, we're gonna do an off-the-wall episode about fairy tales. Uh, but uh, don't forget, we need to introduce ourselves. No, we don't. We're not human. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> Honk. We're geese today.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry.
0: My name is Dest the Geese, Honk.
1: I'm Taylor the Egg Layer, Honk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See,
2: told you, And I'm just fucking Ash.
0: <laughs> hey! Honk! <laughs> John Wayne Goosey! Oh no! <laughs> it's starting again! Oh, I
1: had another good one last night, never
0: got what it was. Welcome back to Freaky Geese, this is episode 87, The Honkening. <laughs> oh no! <laughs>
1: So, uh, yeah, ha- happy <laughs> April Fool's Day, y'all. Bear with us. This is going to be a slap happy episode of Fear of Bullshit. So, here are our original uh, fairy tale readings for your enjoyment.
0: So, we're going to start off with good old Cinderella, you know, that glass slipper loving bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I <just missed. laughs> yeah, that, I felt that. That <laughs> missed it on my hand. Wash your hands, sanitize. We're in a pandemic, people. I'm so uh, sorry. Sorry. Keep okay <laughs> yeah this glass slipper loving bitch with the fucking like mommy issues finds her prince goddamn charming in a pumpkin carriage whatever but no it's not that great okay look um so cinderella can be traced back to china in the 9th century a.d really yeah oh, that like i thought that was odd like how far it went back i, I was had like no idea. it was chinese yeah i know I know. The tiny foot thing. It makes sense. Oh, shut the... Oh, my God. You're so right. Oh, my God. Mind blown. Um, But the Western world first met the beloved beauty in 1634. Um, And it because the story appeared in uh The Pinter Marone by an Italian writer named... Wow. Named Gian Gian, oh Good my luck. God! Okay, I'm Italian, so I'm 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 sorry, Pap. Um, John G- Batista, John oh, Cena. Bristica. Yeah, <laughs> sure. It's-, it's
1: April Fool's Day. Keep
0: going, John Cena. Uh, writer John Cena Bastilia, but <laughs> um, but anyway, Gian Bastida, uh, Basile, with over four centuries between that and walt disney's animated film so there were four centuries between the original story and when walt disney animated the story to be happy and disney princessy um so of course there were changes to cinderella obviously because there was a lot of murder and bodily mutilation in cinderella it's fine yeah (laughs) It's, it's fine um Imbecile story titled "The Cat Cinderella." Cinderella's father was indeed a widower a, Wow, widower who remarried, but was modern. Like the modern adaptations to the film uh, don't tell us that she is in. She in fact snaps her stepmother's neck with a lid of a dressing trunk.
1: Okay, go Cinderella. I <laughs> what? No, no, that is just a face of silence. I don't like her face. Her.
0: Doesn't ha- no. Yeah, so she yeah. Uh, she snapped her, her stepmother's neck with the lid of a dressing truck. Casual. Um, apparently her governess told her to do so. Um, but Cinderella was a cold blood killing bitch. Okie dokie then. Uh, so Cinderella's conniving governess then marries Cinderella's father, widowed for a second time, and banishes Cinderella to the kitchen.
1: Wait, so she didn't even kill the evil stepmother. She
0: just... She killed her first stepmother because the governess told her to, and then the governess married Cinderella's father, who was widowed again for a second time, and then banished her to go to the kitchen. So I guess the governess is the evil stepmother. Bitch. Oh, okay. <coughs> um, yeah, I was like, what? Um, so... she Cinderella is still granted a wish in the original story, Um, And attends a grand feast dressed as royalty. That's still true. Uh, She does lose a slipper. um, Though. In the original story it was fur. Not glass. And she is indeed pursued. Yeah. She was indeed pursued by a dashing king. Um, The lost slipper fits Cinderella's foot. And the murderer gets her happily ever after. So. The she gets even though she killed her stepmother by snapping her neck in a dressing truck. She's like, "Oh
2: my god, Prince Charming,
0: this fur slipper fits my fucking foot. Marry me!" Oh, uh. love- I'm a murderer.
2: I fucking
1: love your version of Cinderella. <laughs> We, we pulled up the actual stories to read and I you're know. just like bt does murder by well
0: i'm just saying
1: it cracks me up
0: like yeah i
1: love this i'm like we've got the actual words but yours is so much better off um,
0: okay i'm just gonna say this right now this next part that i was about to read because there's a scottish version oh, as sorry. well no no you this there's a scottish version as well but it's called rasheen cody and i thought it said raisin coochie i'm not gonna lie <laughs> um so in the Scottish version, Cinderella's stepmother is a little more determined. Uh, she cuts off pieces of her daughter's feet so they might fit the lost slipper. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah, see that's the version I always heard. I didn't know. Yeah, that's the Scottish version. Okay. Uh, the, Fuck the Scots. But the the, <laughs> the Italian version Since was
2: part Scottish. right. Yeah. that was an entire. Well, <laughs> no the
0: the Italian version was the one where she was like you know she snapped her freaking stepmother's neck italy's going for the jugular yeah literally. they freaking are I'm like what the hell what the hell italy i'm part of you <laughs> but and then in the grim brothers 18th century adaption which is german which i also am is Represent. the
1: um
0: ashine putel the sisters mutilate their own feet and songbirds peck out their eyes Oh, the songbirds. You yeah, know, they're just helpful. The Cinderella, it's fine. So, the 1950 Disney film was based on the French storyteller, which made it less, you know.
2: Less blurry. Um,
0: yeah, so. What
1: do you mean we don't need to expose children to So being
0: back up by birds? Of course we do. Charles Perrault, which was the storyteller in the French version of the story, Removed the vulgarities and added many magical elements like the fairy godmother and the pumpkin coach. His Cinderella is as pure and innocent as they come, but she's a fucking murderer. Well, so that is the story, the real many stories of Cinderella. But honestly, I can see it. Like that's some like real life shit right there. Like some like the governess wants to marry the rich father and tells the daughter to kill the stepmother. And you know what the fuck. So, I'm gonna pass this off here to the next story. Which one are we doing next? Uh, well, I have Rapunzel pulled up. <clears <Okay>. <clears <throat> However, I actually... I some fucked up things about this story.
1: I went on a, a, a... I don't even want to call it a deep dive, because truly it wasn't. It was like a simple Google search of like, fucked up fairy tales. And <laughs> like the original versions. And I actually found a source with uh, some of the original versions straight out, so I'm just gonna read it for you. Um, so... This is a story of Rapunzel by Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a man and a woman who had, lo- uh, who had long, but to no avail, wished for a child. Sounds very much like the beginning.
0: Yeah.
1: Finally, the woman came to believe that the good the good Lord will, would fulfill her wish. Through the small rear window of these people's house, they could see into a splendid garden that was filled with the most beautiful flowers and herbs. The garden was surrounded by a high wall, and no one... No one dared enter, I thought that said dead, because it belonged to a sorceress who possessed giant power and was feared by everyone. One day the woman was st- uh, standing at this window and she saw a bed planted with the most beautiful Rapunzel. It looked fresh and green and she longed And she longed for some. Her It was her greatest desire to eat some of the Rapunzel. The desire in- increased with every day, not knowing how to get any, she became miserably ill. Her husband was frightened and asked her, What ails you, dear wife? Oh, she answered. If I do not get some Rapunzel from the garden behind her house,
0: I shall die. Very dramatic. <laughs> I will fucking die. <laughs> what
1: is Rapunzel? The Rapunzel, the plant of sorts. It, I think it's a type of
0: flower. Is it like? I don't know. Look about, it up. Hold oh, no. on. I'm, I'm keep telling a story.
1: Um, the man who loved her dearly thought before you let before you let your wife die, you must get her some of the Rapunzel, whatever the cost. So, just as it was getting dark, he climbed over the high wall to the sorceress's garden, hastily dug up a handful of Rapunzel, and took it to his wife. She immediately made a salad from it, so it's got to be a plant. Oh,
0: it is. It's a flower. It's actually really pretty. It's
1: literally the tangled flower. Like, that's what it looks like. Yeah,
0: it's like a pretty purple flower. Yeah.
1: Flower, clean and glow. Okay. Um. ba 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 with the flower and the garden and the things and the stuff. Where am I? So he climbs to the garden, steals it from the bitch. She made it into a salad. It tasted so very good to her that by the next day, her desire for more had grown threefold. Well, well. If she were to have any peace, the man would have to climb into the garden once again. He set forth once again, and just as it was getting dark, but no sooner that than he climbed over the wall than, to his horror, he saw the sorceress standing before him. "How can you dare?" she asked with an angry look. "To climb into my garden like a..." and to steal my Rapunzel. You will pay for this. Oh, he answered, let mercy overrule justice. I came to do this out of necessity. My wife saw your Rapunzel from our window, and such a longing came over her that she would die if she did not get some to eat. The sorceress anger some abated somewhat, <clears throat> because apparently she's a dramatic bitch, too, so she gets it. And she said, "If the things- if things are as you say, I will allow you to take as much Rapunzel as you want, but under one condition. You must give me the child that your wife will bring into the world. It will do well, and I will take care of it like a mother. In his fear, the man agreed to everything. Because why
0: the fuck not? Yes. um, My wife wants these flowers to eat. Uh, what do you want? I can give you like this. No, I want your fucking child. Why? <laughs> right, just take some celery. It's an uh, even trade. Okay. <laughs> uh, when
1: the woman gave birth, the sorceress appeared and named the little girl Rapunzel and took her away. "'Rapunzel became the most beautiful child under the sun. "'When she was 12 years old, "'the sorceress locked her in a tower "'that stood in a forest "'and had neither a door nor a stairway, "'but only a tiny little window at the very top. "'When the sorceress wanted to enter, "'she stood below and called out, "'Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to me.' "'Rapunzel had splendid long hair, fine as spun gold.' When she heard the sorceress's voice, she untied her braids, wound them in, around a window hook, and let her hair fall 20 yards to the ground, and the sorceress climbed up it. Also,
0: fucking out. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm tender-headed. Like, no.
1: Right. I-, I wouldn't even let my mother brush my fucking hair as a child, let alone right. climb up it. Right. <laughs> climb my hair! A few years later, uh, it happened a ki- that a king's son was riding through the forest. He, repro- he approached the tower, and he heard a song so beautiful that he stopped to listen. It was Rapunzel who was passing the time by singing with her sweet voice. The print, the the, print, the prince wanted to climb up to her and look for a door in the tower, but none was to be found. He rode home, but the song uh, had touched his heart, uh, had so touched his heart that he returned to the forest every day and listened to hear it. One time, as he as, well, sorry, these words are really tiny. As he was thus standing behind a tree, he saw the sorceress approach and heard her say, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. Then Rapunzel let down her strands of hair. That sounds so singular.
2: Right.
1: And the sorceress climbed climbed up them to her. If that is the ladder into the tower, then sometime I will try my luck. Oh, my God. And the next day, just as it was beginning to get dark, he went to the tower and called out, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. The hair fell down and the prince climbed up. At first, Rapunzel was terribly frightened when a man... How did she not know it wasn't her mother? Like, how do you... What? Okay. <laughs> sorry. Was quite surprised when a man such as... Uh, a man such as she had never seen before came into her. Came into her. Oh, God.
0: That's phrased... That's not phrased right. I'm um,
1: sorry. However, the prince became talking to her in a friendly manner, telling her that his heart had been so touched by her singing that he could have no peace until he had seen her in person. Then Rapunzel lost her fear because, you know, nice words. (laughs) Oh, my God. And when he asked her if she would take him as her husband, she thought he would rather have me than any. He would rather have me than would old Frau Gothel. Okay, so that's actually from the original story. Gothel, Mother Gothel. Oh, okay. Uh, She said yes and placed her hand into his. She said, I will go with you gladly. But I do not know how to get down. Every time that you come, bring a strand of silk from which I will weave a ladder. That's fucking brave.
0: <clears throat>
1: when it was finished, I- when it is finished, I will climb down. You could take me away on your horse. They arranged that he would come to her every evening. For the old woman came every- came by day. The sorceress did not notice what was happening until one day Rapunzel said to her, Frau Gothel, tell me why it is that you are. More more difficult to pull up than this young prince who will be arriving any moment now. Rapunzel, you fucked yourself. What the fuck? You called her fat. <laughs> uh, you godless child, cried the sorceress. That's ironic. Uh, what am I hearing from you? I thought I had removed you from the whole world, but you have de- deceived me nonetheless. In her anger, she grabbed Rapunzel's beautiful hair, wrapped it a few times around her left hand, grasped a pair of scissors with her, left, er, with her right hand, and snip, snip, cut it off. She was so unmerciful that she took Rapunzel into the wilderness where she suffered greatly. On the evening of the same day, she sent Rapunzel away. The sorceress tied the cut-off hair to the hook at the end of the tower. And when the prince called Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair, she let down the hair. The prince climbed up, but above, instead of his beloved Rapunzel, he found the sorceress who peered at him with poisonous and evil looks. Aha! she cried scornfully you have come from your mistress darling but behind but the, but that beautiful bird has no longer is no longer sitting in her nest nor is she singing anymore the cat got her and will scratch your eyes out as well you have lost That's Rapunzel. Twice. you will never see her again the prince was overcome with grief and in his despair he threw himself from the tower but he escaped with his life but the thorns into which he fell poked out his eyes Blind, he wandered about the forest, eating nothing but grass and roots, and doing nothing but weeping and wailing over the loss of his beloved wife. He, then he, uh, Thus he wandered about miserably for some years, finally happening into the wilderness where Rapunzel lived miserably with the twins she had given birth to. So apparently they fucked in the tower. Yeah, get it, bitch! <laughs> he heard a voice and thought it was familiar. He advanced toward it, and he, as he approached, Rapunzel recognized him, and crying, threw her arms around his neck. Two of her tears fell into his eyes, and they became clear once again, and he could see uh, just as well as before. He led her to his kingdom where he was received with joy, and for a long time they lived happily and satisfied. Okay, so that wasn't as dark as I thought it was. But, like, yeah. The tears thing. Wasn't the tears thing entangled?
2: No. no. I mean, it wasn't his eyes that they fell into. It was a um, cut or something, and
1: he... He was saved because she had healing... P- yeah. Well, I remember she healed him from something, but I don't remember okay, what, what it was. Okay, Steven Universe,
0: with your healing tears and your healing saliva. <laughs> Maybe that's where they got it.
2: Because at first, it was her hair. Yeah. And then... Whoop, whoop.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. What'd you got? <laughs> this one's kind of long. I know. So was mine. I was trying to, like, speed read through it.
2: Good luck. Because this one's long. I have Hansel and Gretel pulled up. Why
0: did
2: I think you
1: were saying Hansel? I mean, yes. I'm gonna read the entire movie script of Hansel. Yes.
2: And this one is also by Jacob, 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 and Wilhelm Grimm. The
0: Grimm brothers. Wilhelm, by the way.
2: Wilhelm, I meant that. I meant that. (laughs) (laughs) I meant that. All right. Next to a great forest, there lived a poor woodcutter with his wife and his two children. The boy's name was Hansel, and the girl's name was Gretel. He had but little to eat, and once, when a great famine came to the land, he could no longer provide even their daily bread. One evening, as he was lying in bed worrying about his problems, he sighed and said to his wife, What is to become of us? How can we feed our children when we have nothing for ourselves? Man, do you know what? answered the woman. Be like me, (laughs) man. Do you know what? (laughs) No, it's literally what it says, man. Do you know what? Answered the woman early tomorrow morning, we will take the two children out into the thickest part of the woods, make a fire for them, and give each of them a little piece of bread. Then leave them by themselves and go off to our work. They will not find their way back home, and we will be rid of them.
0: Jesus Christ. Is that how you solve hunger in children? You just abandoned them in the woods with a piece of bread? Well, I mean,
1: in the Depression, they would give their children up for adoption in hopes that they would be fed, so. Well, that's fair. Yeah. No, <laughs> what? Wo- <laughs> Sorry. Uh, still.
2: No woman, said the man, I will not do that. How could I bring myself to abandon my own children alone in the woods?
1: Of course the man is the respectable one. It's not the mother that's like, don't throw my babies to the wolves.
2: Right.
1: And the mom's like, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no fuck them kids <laughs> <laughs> fuck you children
2: <laughs> no woman said the man i will not do that how could i bring myself to abandon my own children alone in the woods wild animals would soon come and tear them to pieces oh you fool she said then all <laughs> four the- of- I'm, I'm sorry i can't <laughs> it's
1: just vernacular
2: then all four of us will starve all you can do what the- All you can do is to plane the boards for our coffins. And she gave him no peace until he agreed. Oh,
0: my God. Wow.
2: But I do feel sorry for the poor children, said the man. The two children had not been able to fall asleep because of... A- yep. Fuck. <laughs> the two children had not been able to fall asleep because of their hunger, and they heard what the stepmother had said to the father. Oh, fuck. Gretel cried bitter tears and said to Hansel, It is over with us. Sounds like he's breaking up with him. (laughs) Be quiet, Gretel, said Hansel. And don't worry. I know what to do, right?
1: Shut the fuck up, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we should have done. Rewritten them. I did. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And as soon as the adults had fallen asleep, he got up, pulled on his jacket, opened the lower door, and crept outside. The moon was shining brightly, and the white pebbles in front of the house were glistening like silver coins. Hansel bent over and filled his jacket pockets with them, as many as would fit.
1: Also, oh, not breadcrumbs. No.
2: Then he went back into the house and said, "Don't worry, Gretel. Sleep well. God will not forsake us." Then he went back to bed.
1: That's a real big switch. Is is Hansel like? I don't is
2: know. He okay. I don't know. At daybreak, even before sunrise, the woman came and woke the two children. Get up, you lazy bones. <laughs> We're like going,
1: <laughs>
2: right? We're going into the woods to fetch wood. Then she gave each one a little piece of bread, saying, "Here's something for midday. Don't eat it any sooner, for you will, for you'll not get any more." Gretel put the bread under her apron because Hansel's pockets were full of stones. Then all together they set they set forth into the woods. After they had walked a little way, Hansel began stop, stopping again and again and looking back towards the house. The father said, Hansel, why are you stopping and looking back? Pay attention now and don't forget your legs. Oh, father, said Hansel, I'm looking at my white cat that is sitting on the roof and wants to say goodbye to me.
0: Aww. As we look at white cat in room.
2: The woman said, you fool, that isn't your cat. That's the morning sun shining on the chimney.
1: How do you confuse those things?
2: However, Hansel had not been looking at his cat, but instead had been dropping the shiny pebbles from his pocket onto the path. When they arrived in the middle of the woods, the father said, "You children, gather some wood, and I will make a fire so you won't freeze." Hansel and Gretel, ga- yeah, Hansel and Gretel gathered together some twigs—a pile ho- a pile as high as a small mountain. Jesus, I can't take
1: it. That's a big pile. Can't That's talk giant- today.
2: The twigs. Hey,
0: we aren't supposed to know English. Honk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> The twigs were set afire, and when the flames were burning well, the woman said, Lie down by the fire and rest. We will go into the woods to cut wood. When we are finished, we will come back and get you. Hansel and Gretel sat by the fire. When midday came, came each one ate his little piece of bread.
1: Questioning eyebrow. <laughs> yeah.
2: There's a boy and a girl, so there's not two hisses anyway. Oh,
1: okay. I didn't even notice.
2: Because they could... Because they could hear the blows of an axe, they thought that the father was nearby. However, it was not an axe. It was a branch that he had tied to a dead tree and that the wind was beating back and forth. You tricky bitch! After they had sat there a long time, their eyes grew weary and closed, and they fell sound asleep. When they finally awoke, it was dark at night. Gretel began to cry and said, How will we get out of the woods? Hansel comforted her. Wait a little until the moon... Wait a little until the moon comes up and then we'll find the way. After the full moon had come up, Hansel took his little sister by the hand. They followed the pebbles that glistened there like a newly like newly minted coin showing them the way. They walked throughout the entire night and as morning was breaking, they arrived at the father's house.
1: Try to miss, miss me, bitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they knocked on the door and when the woman opened it and saw that it was Hansel and Gretel, she said, You wicked children. Why did you sleep so long in the woods? What we the thought f- that you did not want to come back.
0: What? Okay, bitch, covering up for you. Oh, gaslighting lightness.
2: <laughs> but when the, but the father was overjoyed when he saw his children once more, for he had not wanted to leave them alone. Not long afterward, there was once again great need everywhere. And one evening, the children heard the mother say to the father, we have again eaten up everything. We have only one half loaf of bread and then the song will be over. We must get rid of the children. We will take them deeper into the woods so they will not find their way out. Otherwise there will be no help for us. The man was very disheartened. The man was very disheartened and he thought it would be better to share the last bit with the children. But the woman would not listen to him, scolded him and criticized him. He who says A must also say B and because he had been and what? because he had given in the first time he had to do so the second time as well.
1: I didn't know there was algebra involved in these fairy tales. Oh, so. uh,
2: fucking apparently. The children were still awake and had overheard this conversation. When the adults were asleep, Hansel got up again and wanted to gather pebbles as he had done before. But the woman had locked the door and Hansel could not get out. But he comforted his little sister and said, don't cry, Gretel. Sleep well and God will help us. I just totally spit I all over that. myself. <laughs> ah, honk. She honked all over it. Early the next morning, the woman came and got the children from their beds. They received their little pieces of bread, even less than the last time. On the way to the woods, Hansel crumbled his piece in his pocket. Then often stood still and threw crumbs onto the ground. Oh, so there is bread crumbs. Okay. Hansel, why are you always stopping and looking around? Said his father. Keep walking straight ahead. I can see my pigeon sitting on the roof. It wants to say goodbye (laughs) to me. Fucking
0: pigeon. Cat,
1: pigeon, whatever. I'm going back to Lizzie
2: Borden now. Fool, said the woman. That isn't your pigeon. That's the morning sun shining on the chimney.
1: Maybe I like the goddamn chimney, Mom.
2: But little by little, Hansel dropped all the crumbs onto the path. The woman took them deeper into the woods than they had ever been in their whole lifetime. Once again, a large fire was made and the mother said, sit here, children. If you get tired, you can sleep a little. We are going into the woods to cut wood. We will come and get you in the evening when we are finished.
1: Why are they still trusting this shit? <coughs> honk. honk! Honk!
2: Honk! When it was midday, Gretel shared her bread with Hansel, who had scattered his piece along the path. Then they fell asleep, and evening passed, but no one came to get the poor children. It was dark at night when they awoke, and Hansel comforted Gretel and said, Wait, when the moon comes up, I will be able to see the crumbs of bread that I scattered, and they will show us the way back home. When the moon appeared, they got up, but they could not find any crumbs, for the many thousands of birds that fly about in the woods and in the fields had pecked them up.
0: Fucking pigeon. God damn. Pigeon.
2: This is why we don't like birds.
0: Honk. <laughs> I am a bird. Honk, you know what else likes bread? Geese. But they're not allowed to have it. Don't fucking feed geese bread.
1: Or do, because I fucking hate geese.
0: <laughs> Just yeah, kidding. can we? Because I don't are support animal cruelty,
1: but I also hate... I- S-
0: save the geese. We, we are geese right now. You Are you saying you want to die? No, I'm, I'm saying I, mean, I yeah. want
1: them deported. Deport the geese.
0: <laughs> Deport the geese to geese land. <laughs> they can have their
1: own island. She is a geese. She Gee, in fact is a geese. Anywho.
0: <laughs> Taylor dies. <guys>. Honk. <clears throat> oh, that just made me lightheaded. headed
2: This is why we don't smoke, folks. Honk. Honk. Hansel said to Gretel, we will find our way, but they did not find it. Did I say it wrong? No!
1: I'm sorry! <laughs> just going off freaky geek, I just looked at Taylor and said, Honksel! <laughs> Honksel! And Giesel! Oh, and Griezel. Jesus.
2: Griezel.
1: It sounds like she's just being a Jiffy Lube! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
0: I, oh my god.
1: Listening audience, I swear we are not stone. we're just like this.
0: Oh my god, I'm gonna fuck (laughs) you, die. Hansel.
1: Okay, 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 okay.
2: Okay. They walked through the entire night and the next day from morning until evening, but they did not find their way out of the woods. They were terribly hungry for that... For they had eaten only a few small berries that were growing on the ground.
1: And Hansel wasted all the goddamn bread.
2: Damn it, Hansel. Hansel. Uh, And because... And because they were so tired that their legs would no longer carry them, they lay down under a tree and fell asleep. It was already the third morning since they had left the father's house. They started walking again, but managed only to go deeper and deeper into the woods. If help did not come soon, they would perish. At midday, they saw a little snow white bird sitting on a branch. It sang so beautifully that they, had, they stopped to listen. When it was finished, it stretched its wings and flew in front of them they followed until it came to a little house the birds sat on the roof and when they came closer they saw that the little house was built entirely from bread with a rude f- roof made of cake and the windows were ma- made of clear sugar
1: that doesn't seem very uh
0: sound
2: right?
0: your have- fucks <laughs> I guarantee you they ate hallucinogenic berries in the woods they may have been tripping
2: we'll find out <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> sorry mom <laughs> let's help ourselves to a good meal said hansel i'll eat a piece of the roof and gretel you eat from the window that will be sweet sweet oh. no they're just fucking stone." hansel reached reached up and broke off a little of the roof to see how it tasted well Gretel stood next to the window panes and was nibbling at them. I just picture her just, <laughs> That's what I was like. Bleh. It's
0: like Willy Wonka and the freaking, that, that wall where they had all the candy flavors. The schnozberries
1: taste like, like, schnozberries. like schnozberries.
0: God help us.
2: Then a gentle voice called out from inside. Nibble, nibble, little mouse. Ew. Who is nibbling at my house. Ew. The children answered, The wind, the wind, the heavenly child. Pay no attention to the children
1: the- looking the window. It's just
2: the wind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the wind. <laughs> we are
2: the wind. They continued to eat without being distracted. Hansel, who very much liked the taste of the roof, tore down another large piece, and Gretel poked out an entire round window pane. Suddenly, the door opened, and a woman, as old as the hills and leaning on a crutch, <laughs> came creeping out. Hansel and Gretel oh, were so gosh. frightened that they dropped what they were holding in their hands.
1: Why am I picturing a candy cane crutch? I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm it was
2: just... very, It's very possible. I never know. Stop. But the old woman shook her head and said, Oh, you dear children, who brought you here? Just come in and stay with me. No harm will come to you. Bullshit
1: bullshit sure why the fuck not <laughs> this is literally the original like don't take candy from strangers
2: yeah get in the van it's <laughs> fine this is where we learned <laughs> she took them by the hand and led them into her house then she served them a good meal milk and pancakes with sugar apples and nuts that actually kind of sounds really gross anyway Ugh. after she made I don't know, apple <laughs> butter like- i don't like pancakes
1: how do you not like pancakes?
2: Other oh. than you know, with turkey gravy when your mom makes them, that's Ay. good. Um. Afterwards, she made two nice beds for them, decked in white. Hansel and Gretel went to bed, thinking they were in heaven. No, oh, no. But the old woman had only pretended to be friendly.
1: Shocking! She a-
2: was a <laughs> shocking. She was a wicked witch who was lying in wait there for children. She had built her house of bread only in order to lure them to her, and if she captured one. She would kill him, cook him, and eat him. And for her, that was a day to celebrate.
1: Boil him, mash him, stick him in a stew.
2: Witches have red eyes and cannot see very far, but they have a sense of smell like animals and know when humans are approaching. When Hansel and Gretel came near to her, she laughed wickedly and spoke scornfully. Now I have them. They will not get away from me again. Early the next morning, before they awoke, she got up, got up, went to their beds, and looked at the two of them lying there so peacefully with their full red cheeks. They will be a good mouthful, she mumbled to herself. Then she grabbed Hansel with her withered hand and carried him to a little stall, where she locked him him behind a cage door. Cry as he might, there was no help for him. Then she shook Gretel and cried, get up, lazy bones. Fetch water and cook something good for your brother.
1: Is this actually just the mother in disguise
2: in the woods? Probably. He is locked outside in the stall and is to be fattened up. When he is fat, I'm going to eat him. Okay. Gretel began to cry, but it was all for nothing. She had to do what the witch demanded. Now Hansel was given the best things to eat every day, but Gretel received nothing but crayfish shells. Ew. That's a choice. Every morning, the old woman crept out to the stall and shouted, "Hansel, stick out your finger so I can feel if you're fat yet." Yeah, what
1: a wow. weird way to like determine if someone's fat enough. What the fuck, man?
2: It says shrimp forks.
1: But, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the <a> laugh, but <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Dude. God bless.
2: But Hansel stuck out a little bone, and the old woman, who had bad eyes and could not see the bone, thought it was Hansel's finger, and she wondered why he didn't get fat. When four weeks had passed and Hansel was still thin, impatience came over her, and she would wait no longer. Hey, Gretel! She shouted to the girl. Hurry up and fetch some water. Whether Hansel is fat or thin, tomorrow I'm gonna slaughter him and boil him.
1: Yum.
2: Oh, how the poor little sister sobbed as she was forced to carry the water, and how the tears streamed down her cheeks. Dear God, please help us, she cried. If only the wild animals had devoured us in the woods, then we would have died together. Ouch! Save your slobbering, said the old woman. It doesn't help you at all. Ew. The next morning, Gretel had to get up early, hang the kettle with water, and make a fire. First, we are going to bake said the old woman. I have already made a fire in the oven and kneaded the dough. She pushed pushed She pushed poor Gretel outside to the oven from which fiery flames were leaking. Leaping, not leaking. I was
0: like, what? (laughs) The fire is leaking.
2: That's not good. (laughs) Climate. The TV's leaking.
1: Not only is the bitch gonna eat a child, she's also gonna cause a forest fire. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Jesus Christ. Climb in, said the witch, and see if it is hot enough to put the bread in yet. And when Gretel was inside, she intended to close the oven and bake her and eat her as well. But Gretel saw what she had in mind, so she said, I don't know how to do that. How can I get inside? Stupid goose, said the old woman.
0: (laughs) No, no, shut the
1: fuck up! I Using that stupid goose. It's not even like, cause I think that was like, is supposed to be a silly goose, but it must have just devolved over
2: time. I guess. Stupid goose. The opening is big enough. See, I myself could get in. And she crawled up, stuck her. She crawled up, stuck her head in the to the oven. Okay. Stupid goose. Then Gretel gave her a shove, <laughs> oh causing God. her to fall in. Then she closed the iron door and secured it with a bar. The old woman began to howl frightfully. But Gretel ran away, and the godless witch burned up miserably. Gretel ran straight to Hansel, unlocked his stall, and cried, Hansel, we are saved. The old witch is dead.
1: Ding dong, the witch is dead. Oh,
2: shit. Then then Hansel jumped out like a bird from its cage when someone opens its door. How happy they were.
1: It's the damn pigeon again
2: they threw their arms around each other's necks jumped with joy and kissed one another i would never kiss my brother no thanks love you randy if you listen to us (laughs) randy's gonna be like what the
1: fuck?" (laughs) (laughs) dishonor on you dishonor on your cow
2: because they now had nothing to fear they went into the witch's house in every corner were chests of pearls and precious stones These are better than pebbles, said Hansel, filling his pockets. The fuck are we filling our pockets for? Why are we talking about petals, bitch? He's robbing the bitch. Gretel said, I will take some home with me as well. And she filled her apron full. But now we must leave, said Hansel, and get out of these witch woods. After walking a few hours, they arrived at a large body of water. We cannot get across, said Hansel. I cannot see a walkway or a bridge. There are no boats here, answered Gretel. But there is a white duck swimming. If I ask it, it will help us across. What the fuck? Clearly. Then she called out, Duckling, duckling, here's turn Gretel and Hansel. Neither a walkway nor a bridge. Take us onto your white back.
1: This is what I was making a face at earlier. Yeah.
2: Sorry. The duckling came up to them and Hansel climbed onto it, then asked his little sister to sit down next to him. No, answered Gretel. That would be too heavy for the duckling. It should take us across one at a time.
1: They may be trying to eat children, but at least there's no animal cruelty.
2: Hmm. That is what the good animal did, and when they were safely on the other side and had walked on a little while, the woods grew more and more familiar to them. And finally, they saw the father's house in the distance. They began to run, rushed inside, and threw their arms around the father's neck. The man had not even one happy hour since he had left the children in the woods. However, the woman had died. Gretel shook out her apron. (laughs)
1: Yes! Bitch.
2: Gretel shook out her apron, scattered pearls and precious stones around the room, and Hansel added to them by throwing one handful after another from his pockets. Pockets don't hold that much. They wrote on
1: a duck. What do you want?
2: True. True. Mm -hmm. Now all their cares were at an end, and they lived happily ever after. My tail is done. A mouse has run, and whoever catches it can make for himself from it a large large fur cat. That's fucking weird.
1: Okay, so apparently there is animal cruelty. fuck <laughs> oh the mouse specifically, but we're protecting all of the birds? I don't...
0: Honk. The birds, the bees, the shit. Oh uh, shit, there's like five
1: of
2: these.
1: I know, there's a
0: bunch. That's what happened to me with... Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I wasn't on the train of knowing that we were reading actual old stories. Sorry, Mom. So, I've been improvising. So, the first Cinderella story you heard was me just talking about what's so fucked up about it. So, I'm going to do that again.
1: Well, honestly, yours is funnier than ours anyway. So, it just kind of worked out in your favor,
0: to be uh, honest. Yeah, I mean, this is true. But so I'm just going to read another fucked up part of a story, uh, which this is The Little Mermaid. Ooh. So, speak to my childhood. Ruin it. Yeah, I'm gonna about to ruin your childhood. Um, so. The Little Mermaid was created by a Danish writer, Hans Christian Andersen, in 1837. um, Which was like 150 years before, you know, under the sea. (laughs) So, Andersen's Little Mermaid endured a far grislier life than the Ariel we know and love. And her desire to be human is far more dramatic than Disney lets on. Um... What are y'all laughing at? I'm just let's get it out of here to do it now.
1: I'm not laughing at you. I didn't realize the wine I'm drinking is fifteen percent.
0: <laughs> oh god damn.
1: I didn't drink that much. It's like a glass is worth. I just I'm glad I noticed because I was like, man, I'm feeling this awful quick.
0: As as Desiree puts it away. As Desiree once done. Okay. Okay, anyway. So um Wow, this is a poorly written sentence, but it's, I have to read it. It says, they say everything's better when it is wetter. <laughs> where it is wetter.
1: That's from under the sea.
0: Everything is better where it's that wetter. Darling, it's
1: better down where it's wetter. Take it from, from me. me. Oh,
0: no. Well, that obviously tells where my mentality is right now. Moving on. Um, <laughs> so, um But in 1837, our little mermaid certainly didn't think so. Um. So uh, the mermaids in the original Danish story uh, were soulless creatures destined to dissolve into sea foam when they died. Nice, me too. Uh, whereas humans were promised a beautiful afterlife. Uh, terrified of her abysmal fate, the little mermaid wanted nothing more than a human soul. But as her grandmother explained to her, the only way a mermaid can grow a soul is to wed a man who loves her more than anything. And should the man not marry her, she will die. <laughs>
1: What
0: is feminism? Right. Um, when the little mermaid spots a handsome dark-haired prince on the shore. So that's stayed the same. Hey, um, her desire to be human only worsens. And as desperate times call for desperate measures, uh, the mermaid visits the sea witch and to strike a deal. But first, she must travel through thousands of polypi. Bless who? you. Yeah, that who the, the people I don't know. Po- It says polypi or polybee. I don't know. Thousands of polypi or polypi, whatever. Do, correct me. Email us with the correct word, word homology, no whatever. One
1: us, anyway, <clears throat> I
0: so. know. Freaky podcast at gmail.com. Anyway, shut <laughs> <laughs> <yee-yee. laughs> up. Uh, who cling to anything, including skeletons and a mermaid they had caught and strangled. It must be the plural polyp. That's true. I didn't think about that. Um, Without even asking her what her wish is, the sea witch offers the little mermaid uh, a drought that will give her legs at a high cost. She says, I will prepare a drought for you with which you must swim to land tomorrow before sunrise and sit down on the shore and drink it. Uh, your tail will then disappear and shrink up into what mankind calls legs and you will feel great pain as if a sword were passing through you at every step you will take. It will feel as if you were treading upon sharp knives and the blood must flow. If you will bear all of this, I will help you. And I'm like, oh damn. I'd rather take my chances
1: with that mermaid afterlife. Right?
0: As if the pain of a sword Mm -hmm. passing through her wasn't enough. The witch cuts off the little mermaid's tongue for payment, uh, which yes. is where the whole voice thing comes from in Disney. Um, but the whole thing, the whole time I'm like looking at this, I'm thinking, this bitch want legs so bad. She want to come up on the human world and be married and pay bills and deal with some fucking bullshit <laughs> right? instead of being a peaceful little mermaid that turns into seafoam when you... What? 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 No. Bitch, I will trade you. Um, but anyway... Um, What follows all of this deal-making with Ursula, or the sea witch, yeah. in the Danish version. Well,
1: I mean... We'll
0: um, everything up. that follows is nothing but heartbreak. Kind of like in the movie, I guess. But the prince loves the little mermaid, but not more than anything. He, and he marries another woman. Right. Uh, the only way the little mermaid can save herself from her imminent death is to stab the prince to death. But she refuses, ending her life on Earth and ocean. Damn.
1: Uh, I knew about the seafoam thing, but I didn't know about the murder.
0: The merger. Are- murder. Murder. Uh, murder. Oh, I'm
1: doing the Davy Jones thing. Murder. murder.
0: murder. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, my God. Okay, something's wrong with us. We need to stop. <laughs> I don't
1: I think it's the
0: freedom that's making us so slap happy. Freedom. Oh, my God. Do you know that, we, that just unlocked a memory from our, my subconscious? You, She's no, me. you have to. You I, you were there for this. We okay. went to a fucking Denny's one night and oh, that no. guy was working and he ev- had Corey. Yeah. And he was like, freedom fries. Yes! fries oh my God! Freedom fries.
1: Oh, my God. I completely forgot about that. Everything was freedom. Freedom, yes. Yeah. What the really fuck know. are we doing
0: there? I, I don't know, but Freedom Fries. I was like, can I get some fr- Freedom Fries? Oh, okay. And then everything was Freedom. Freedom pancakes. Freedom milkshakes. Freedom, freedom steak. Freedom steak. And I remember I would freedom, always
1: get steak and yeah. mac and cheese before they took out the goddamn menu. Freedom
0: steak and Freedom mac and cheese. It was
1: like their mac and cheese became disgusting. Well, well, it's because they fucking changed it. They used to do
0: craft. Yeah, All right. I, the, I, I, <laughs> I, I thought ever. you said they used to do crack, which would make a lot of sense for a Denny's. I mean, it is Denny's in Hagerstown. Ahead, okay, the Hagerstown Denny's. There's crack there. I guarantee it. Shit's bad. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, we're already, <laughs> yeah, we're
1: we're getting pretty far in. I think we can probably hold off from the full versions of our stories if you're cool with that. I don't know. Mine's really short. My next one's real short. Is though. it? Yeah. All right. Well, it's I'll, not long. All right, and let me check them. read yours, and then I'll check on my.
2: So my next one is Little Red Riding Hood by Charles oh, Perrault. It, um, it says, Once upon a time there lived there lived a certain... I want to wind my god. Once upon a time there lived in a certain village a little country girl, the prettiest creature who has ever been seen. Yay!
1: <laughs> her mother was
2: excessively fond of her and her grandmother doted on her still more. This good woman had a Little Red Riding Hood made for her. It suited the girl so extremely well that well that everyone called her Little Red Riding Hood. One day her mother, having made some cake, said to her, Go, my dear, and see how well how your grandmother is doing, for I hear she has been very ill. Take her a cake in this little pot of butter. Why are you gonna give her cake and butter? <laughs>
1: that is kind of cake to- and butter <laughs> Well, for the bread that clearly everyone has in this century.
2: <laughs> no, there's no bread, it's cake. Little Red Riding Hood set out immediately immediately to go to her grandmother, who lived in another village. As she was going through the woods, she met with a wolf, who had a very great mind to eat her up, but he dared not, because of some woodcutters working nearby in the wood. Why is everything with me wood today?
0: (laughs) Wood this, wood that.
1: Why did my brain get a full house? Like, is this made of... Warren? The the fucking chipmunk puppet?
2: (laughs) He asked her where she was going. The poor child, who did not know it was dangerous to stay out and talk to a wolf, said to him, I'm going to see my grandmother... And carry her a cake and a little pot of butter for my mother. Does she live far off? Said the wolf. Oh, I say, answered Little Red Riding Hood, it is beyond that mill you see there at the first house in the village. Let's just tell a stranger where my grandmother lives. Right? Yeah. Well, said the wolf, and I'll go see her too. I'll go this way and you go that, and we all sh- we shall see who will be there first. The wolf ran as fast as he could, taking the shortest path, and the little girl took a roundabout way, entering herself by gather- entertaining herself by gathering nuts, running after butterflies, and gathering bouquets of little flowers. It was not long before the wolf arrived at the old woman's house. He knocked at the door. Tap, tap. Tap,
0: <laughs> That should
1: have been Buddy.
2: Who's there? <laughs> Your grandchild, Little Red Riding Hood, replied the wolf, counterfeiting her voice, who has brought you a cake and a little pot of butter. sent Sent you by mutter. mother,
1: <laughs> mutter, mother. <laughs> mother, mother, <laughs> Sorry.
2: The good grandmother who was in bed because she was somewhat ill cried out, "Pull the bobbin, and I'll uh, pull the bobbin, and the latch will go up."
1: You've got all the dumbest words. <sighs> I'm tired
2: of it. The wolf pulled the bobbin, and the door opened. Then he immediately fell upon the good woman and ate her up in a moment, for it been it been more than three days since he had eaten. That's what it says. Then he shut then shut the door and got into the grant. In the gr- what? In the Grinch. And got into the grandmother's bed, expecting Little Red Riding Hood, who came some time afterwards and knocked at the door, tap tap. Who's there?
1: <laughs> it's the tapping for me.
2: Little Red Riding Hood, hearing the big voice of the wolf, was at first afraid, but believing her grandmother had a cold, and was hoarse, answered, "It is your grandchild, Little Red Riding Hood, who has brought you a cake and a little pot of butter, Mother sends you." The wolf cried out to her, softening his voice as much as he could. Pull the bobbin, and the latch will go up. You know, essentially, you know, we go through, and it's the oh, you what such what big ears you have, and what big eyes you have. In the end of this one, the uh the wolf eats little Red Riding Hood.
1: (laughs) At the end. (laughs) Okay, now I I get the speed read. I didn't feel like going through all. She just said. She said. Fuck what it. big
2: things you have, bitch.
1: What big you are, good night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the end.
2: What big you are. Bye. Okay. <laughs> no.
0: I'm done. <good. laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Well, thank you for putting up with our horse shit today. Uh, this is just a silly April Fool's episode, slap happy. Uh, wanted to give you some giggles while we could. Uh yeah, so. Oh, by the way, anybody who's listening to this, and if you're listening through Apple Podcast, pretty, pretty please, take a moment, rate us five stars, leave us a review. It's going to help our algorithm immensely, and that's going to help more people listen to us. Uh, as always, you can email us at freakygeekypodcast at gmail.com. You can like our Facebook page. You can follow us on Instagram at podcast. Yes. Ha <laughs> ha! Hello, wine. Um. Yeah. So... Like you know, as always, oh stay goosey
0: stay honkin
2: honk <laughs>